How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez, and we did it. Today, we are number 10. We did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine things that went right instead of what went wrong on my entrepreneurial journey. And today is number 10. And today, we're going to talk about the relationship between time and money. At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Wow. Everybody warned me about how fast the process would go with my baby girl. But I didn't realize it would go this fast. The baby is already now babbling and trying to say, dad, 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 dad. So you can imagine the smile on my face. So this is it. This is the last thing. The last thing on the journey of what went right instead of what went wrong. Review number one. Number one was I took the leap. I left my job. I'd been dreaming about this thing. I'd made it a goal, right? And then I actually did it. I left. I didn't just continue to dream about it or think about it. I actually started to take action. I took the first step, and that first step was that I left the job. Number two is that even after I left the job, things weren't going as well as I wanted them to go, but I didn't quit. Things were going horribly. I was losing money. I stayed committed to it. I didn't quit. I kept moving forward. Number three was I took ownership for everything. I took control of the steering wheel. I stopped letting the opinions of everybody around me, letting the opinions of my vendors, letting the opinions of of the people that I was working with control where the company was going. I took control over the company and where it was going to go. Number four was I bought time. I bought time so I could start making the right actions. I wasn't making the right actions before. And that's why the company was in the problems that it was in. So I had to buy time. I had to get on the phone with my vendors and let them know that they were going to get paid, but they weren't getting paid today. And it might not be for another 30, 60, or 90 days. But I got on the phone with them and I let them know. I also looked to pull revenues forward. I started getting into contracts where instead of getting paid in 30, 60, 90 days, I was getting paid in 15 days. And I wasn't signing the contract unless I got those terms. So I started to pull revenues forward. Number five was I found a mentor. I stopped trying to do everything on my own. I stopped trying to figure it out. And instead, I took someone's 30 years of experience of figuring out himself. 
I took that experience to go from zero to a hundred real quick. And the only way that was possible is by finding a mentor that had done what I wanted to do. And I could just literally get behind that person and draft because they had already done the hard work. They had already done the hard learning. They had already done the hard experiencing. And all I had to do was just follow the blueprint that they had set out. Number six is I started to get excited instead of being anxious all the time. I got excited because being excited gave me the energy to actually go make the dream a reality. Whereas anxiousness was actually stealing my energy. It was stealing the the same energy that I needed to get off the ground. And it was stealing it being anxious. Number seven was I focused. I drilled down and took all of the things that were distracting me and taking some of my energy. And I, I told them I, I couldn't focus on them anymore. I told myself I couldn't focus on them anymore. And I did. I stopped focusing on them. And as I stopped focusing on them, I could direct 100% of my attention into getting myself out of the problem that I had got myself into. And the only way I was able to do that is through focus. Number eight was I, I felt the fear and I did it anyway. Anytime you're going to go from where you currently are to where you want to be, there's going to be a transition. And in that transition time period, you're going to have that resistance. You're going to have that, oh, I don't feel like doing this. And you just have to get comfortable having that feeling and start taking action. I'm not saying you have to go from one to 10. You have to go from one to two, build the confidence in, t- in that going from one to two so that you can actually take those actions and not have the resistance be so debilitating and then go and start conditioning two to three and then start conditioning three to four and then start conditioning four to five. And as you start to continue to do that, you can now go from one, two, three, four, five without having this debilitating resistance that won't allow you to go forward. Number nine was self-worth. Self-worth. Why is that so important? It's so important because if you don't believe you can do it, no one's going to believe you can do it. If you've beaten up the person that's actually going to go out there and exert all the energy that's required to get a new business off the ground and you've beat that person up and they now you're expecting that person to have all this energy to move the business forward. Unfortunately, one plus four does not equal two. Like you need to treat that person nicely. You need to give that person energy. You need to give that person praise You need to let that person to be able to make a mistake and not beat the piss out of that person. So that person can actually learn from the mistake and move the business forward and have the energy to move forward and not be so stuck because you're so hard on that person. And I can't do that for you. Like you have to do that for you. That's why they call it self-worth. They don't call it friend worth or they don't call it Um, mama worth or daddy worth. They call it self-worth. That means you have to do it yourself. You have to create your own self-worth. 
And the way you do that is not by beating yourself up for the mistakes you've made. You do it by conditioning good behaviors and continuing to build confidence in those behaviors. And number 10, what we're going to talk about today is collapsing timeframes. So growing up, I always heard that time was money. You know, time is money, man. Why are you wasting time over there? Time is money. Time is money. And I had to figure this out later on in life, but I realized that time is infinitely more valuable than money. Time is infinitely more valuable than money. That's why when people get really, really sick, right, and they go to the doctor's office and they find out that maybe they have like a terminal illness, they'll pay whatever amount of money to get a cure. They'll pay whatever it takes to get a cure at that moment because what do they want? They want more time. So time is worth way more than money, right? So then when I was thinking back about like the situation that I was in, you know, I was, I was a half a million dollars in debt. Like I couldn't go back to working a nine to five job and pay that off. Like even if I was making $50,000 a year and I had a $500,000 in debt, it would take me 10 years to pay all that back off if I just put all my money towards the debt. So say let's, we all know that I'm going to have taxes. So say we take that 50,000 and we divide it in two because I'm going to have 50% taxes. Now it would actually take me 20 years to pay off all of that 500,000 in debt. Now let's take it even one step further and we'll say like, well, that's putting all of my money towards the debt. What if I, you know, I have to live. So let's take it. So let's cut that, uh, that, that, that 25,000 in half. So that gives me 12,000 to live on, on 12,000 to pay towards the debt. Now it's 40 years for me to have paid back that debt. That's 40 years of time of my life that I would never get back to pay back that debt. And that time is so important. The time is so valuable. It's time I could spend with my family. It's time I could spend with my wife. It's time I could spend with my daughter. But instead, I'd be so focused on paying back that debt. So I'm so ex- happy that I was able to collapse those time frames. I was able to collapse those time frames because I was able to m- make up and leverage what I lacked in ability. And you, you you might say, like, what do you mean by that, Oliver? I was able to make up and leverage what I lacked in ability. And my really good friend, Myron Golden, always tells a story about leverage. And th- this story in, about leverage, he always uses, you know, if I was, if we were racing, right? And you were right next to me and we were getting ready to race on a walk, right? Well, if I'm walking, right? and you're running, you're going to beat me, right? But you're not going to beat me if you're running and I jump on my bike. I use the bike as leverage to beat you in the race. And then if 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 I'm on the bike and you hop in a car, you'll use the car to beat me on the bike. And then if you're in a car and I hop in a plane, 
I use the plane as leverage to beat you in a car. So there's all these leverage points in life, and we just need to find them. They're right there. They're right in front of us. We just need to find them and figure out what they are and which one's going to work for us in that moment. But there's all these leverage points. Just the same way Myron says, the person that's in a race walking versus running, the person that's running is going to use that action of running to beat the person walking. And then the person running is going to get beat by the person that hops on a bike as to use that bike to leverage, right? And then the person in the car is going to use the car's leverage to beat the person in the bike. And then the person in the plane is going to use the plane as leverage to beat the person driving the car. So I was able to collapse timeframes. I was able to use leverage and that leverage was going after larger projects. But I wasn't able, I wasn't qualified to go get these projects. So I used the experiences. I used the knowledge of my mentor, my partner, and I brought the grit. And together we created this leverage point where I could go after huge projects, where I could make big profit margins on, on projects and be able to pay back my debt faster to be collapse timeframes to take something that was going to take 40 years and pay it off in four years. And the only way that was possible was by using leverage. So it's such a powerful tool that we all need to use in our life. We all need to find and build those relationships with people that are doing what we want to do. And we could come together and get things done much faster They're the resources that are out there that can help us hit our goals. So we can always make up and leverage what we lack in ability. And that that single thought process has totally transformed my life. And it has me even thinking to this day, what can I do today that will give me leverage to propel my business for the next five, 10 years. Like what can I do right now that will help me collapse five years of time? So next year I can get five years of results in one year. What leverage point do I need to, or what leverage button do I need to pull or push? So we all have a journey. And in this exercise, we work through the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things that I did right instead of the things that I did wrong. And the main point in all of this was to find the things that went right. You know, I found ten things during the time that I was at my weakest, during the time where I was most painful point in my life. There was there was a hundred things that went wrong, but I spent the time to focus on the 10 things that went right and to think about them and to figure them out and to, and to understand them. Right. Because those are the same points that I can continue to implement now that will make my life even better now. Right. So they're out there. You just need to focus on them and you need to put energy on them instead of putting energy on the things that went wrong. Cause If you continue to put energy on the things that went wrong, you're never going to be able to continue to do the things that went right. 
So if you enjoy, enjoyed this and you got value, I ask that you like this. I ask that you comment and I ask that you subscribe. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.